everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Adam, and our on-scene reporter, Chris. How's everyone doing? Great. Everybody's great. Excellent. Uh, you know, when, when you're down in uh, the mouse's world, everything is good, I believe. Yeah, it's a little hot here, but otherwise it's fantastic. Well, that's so. good, because it was like 12 degrees here in Connecticut all weekend. What? <laughs> I'm sure it was the same for Adam, so... Oh, uh, Adam looked. Adam looked so cold, and but his hair looked like it was trying to keep him warm. But <laughs> it, you had fogged glasses, like it was serious in that Jersey Shore. It, Wait, yeah, he hasn't was, cut yet. No, no, hair's still long. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I was down the shore, and um, it was like fifty-five and raining all weekend. So. Right now it's cool. I'm outside because, of course, I have no reception in the room here at Art of Animation. But I'm outside walking around the lake. So people are blowing. That's what it is. It's not me breathing heavily. But um, it it was hot here today. Ooh, I hear crickets. You hear crickets? That's nice. I feel like I'm hearing some. Maybe that's those cicadas. Oh, cicadas, whatever they are. Yeah. So Chris has been down there for two days so far. Is this our third day? I don't know. Third day. Third I think day. it's been the yeah, third day. It's your oh, second full day, and yes. uh, you're enjoying the benefits of the new mask policy, which uh, well, I guess now is about two weeks old, and that is that masks are only required on transportation and indoor locations. And uh, just wondering how you feel about it, how your family's dealing with it. I know I was down there with my family last week, and, uh, you know, it was nice after having taken four trips there, you know, where you had to be masked 100% of the time, uh, except on pool decks. And, uh, pool deck. He thinks he's on a ship. I know. That's right. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it took a little bit of adjustment. I'm not going to lie. It uh, does. You know, when to put them on, when to put them off. I actually went into a few men's rooms without wearing it. Um because I wasn't really sure if well, I, I don't know why, but I thought that men's rooms were exempt for some what? reason. That's when I would want to wear it. <laughs> that, that's a good point. That's a good point, Chris. How are how are you guys dealing with the whole mask situation? So, exactly the same. Um, and to make matters worse, we were over at Universal for a full day. There's no masks at all over there. What I found was, and you probably had the same experience. I would maybe be on a bus and I would forget to take it off until I was halfway in the park. Then I would forget to put it on when I would go in places. And it seemed like a lot of people were having the same problem because we're all so used to wearing it, you mm-hmm. know. And it, it feels freaky. It's just a little scary. But at the same time, we need to return back to normal. And I guess this is one of the first steps. Right. Well, it, it's very interesting that Orlando, um, that Universal has already taken that step because in Friday's press conference, um, Mayor Demings, who's the mayor of Orange County, finally stated that the Orange County is at the point where the mask mandate can be removed from indoors. However, he did not um, do that. And, and that is expected to occur this week um, where the mask mandate in Orange County will finally be lifted for indoor locations. So Universal kind of jumped the gun on that and uh, did that on their own. Um so it, it will be interesting to see over the next couple of days if, if Disney follows suit, you know, throughout, throughout, I feel that throughout most of this pandemic, Disney has been the uh, 
follower as opposed to the leader that they they usually are in the uh, world of theme parks. I think it's kind of funny that, well, it's not funny, it's just unexpected that Disney has kind of reacted. Like, you know, the mask thing came out from Universal at some time on a Friday early, and then by the afternoon, Disney had had decided the same thing for outdoors. And then a few days later, Universal was like, never mind, no mask at all. So I kind of don't know if I feel like Disney is going to do the same thing, though, because I I think that maybe Universal wasn't prepared for the crowds they had this weekend. It was extremely busy. It was extremely crowded. People were up on top of each other. Mm. And I know that they don't have the park pass system, so they don't have people choosing parks and, and that kind of thing. But Universal was packed, and it was it was a little uncomfortable. And we waited literally an hour and a half for lunch, and all we wanted was one hot dog. One of my kids wanted a hot dog. Wow. So I don't think they were prepared. Maybe Disney's learning from what they're doing and is going to ease into it a little more slowly. I will say there were no lines hardly at all in this park. I mean, in, on the Disney side, like, we probably – when I mean, like Kevin and Sophie went on Everest twice, just one after the other, like it took no time at all. Um, we were doing rides multiple times with maybe 15 to 30 minute waits tops. The only thing they waited a long time for was, of course, Pandora. So interesting. I, I think they're being pretty smart. And the resorts here seem full. I will say that. Um, you know, I'm at Art of Animation and that's always hopping. So, yeah, well, when when there's only 60% of your value resorts open, uh, yeah. I, I would expect them to be to be full. Right, um, yeah. So we heard, and I don't know if you've heard this, Tony, we actually okay, there's your little touch of Disney, guys. It's one of those little maintenance vehicles that rides around on the sidewalks here at Art of Animation at Pop. Um, and if you can hear noise in the background, it's actually the gondolas. They're going over me. Because we had good reception right here, so I couldn't move. I don't know if you felt the same way, but I feel like Disney parks, they've done an excellent job. And I'm not just saying that because I love the mouse. I feel like they have done a really good job. And after going over to Universal, I, I, I feel like it was a, a different approach, you know, and I do think Disney will learn from that. Right. So. Well, I, unfortunately, I have no other basis uh, for yeah. any of my comparisons because I have not been to Universal throughout the uh, pandemic. Uh, it was, was this the first time you guys have done Universal since everything yeah, started? So we have passes. So when we're here, we go back and forth. Like we'll go to Universal in the morning and then come over here or vice versa. All right. So so for comparison, even, you know, this is mainly a, a Disney based show, as you've noted. But, you know, we we are the mouse and more and Universal right. falls in that and more category. So we do talk about them from time to time. And as far as the covid-19 protocols and restrictions go, Universal has eliminated masks, eliminated social distancing, and they are no longer squirting sanitizer in your hands prior to every yeah. ride, Aww. which I found to be hilarious. Oh, yeah, they they did that for every ride. Like, you would get on a ride, and you would have to get their hand sanitizer. Fortunately, it wasn't disgusting. Now, they weren't doing that over here, which I thought was odd. Yeah. Right. And, and Universal, I guess, has gone to an optional uh, hand sanitization. So it, it's yeah. available, but you don't have to take it. Now, and at Disney – oh, go ahead. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of how Disney has done it all along. Like, it's available, but, you know, you don't have to do it. Right. Now, Disney is at the point where they have – 
started removing their social distancing markers. I know I saw the uh, the queue for Pandora where the sidewalk is all discolored every six feet from where the stickers used to be. Um, they've gone back now to seating every rows. When, when we were there last week, they were still alternating rows uh, in most shows, but they have since gone to uh, every row seating. They are asking, I guess, that you leave a seat or two between your parties, um, but they are seating every row. Uh, they have gone to masks, as we stated earlier, masks only outdoors uh, can be off. Um, and uh, pretty much, you know, like Chris said, Disney has a very good handle on things. During the pandemic, Universal did as well. They were just quicker to lift their restrictions. I mean, I never felt like, like we went there the first, I think the second day they were open. That's how long we've been going since, since you know, they opened back up. It's just that now, I think this is the first really busy weekend. It was very crowded and it was very different, you know. I will also add that there's no social distancing here at all. None. Wait, at Disney? So there's some in the buses, which is kind of inconvenient. And I had heard they were going to lift those restrictions, but um, they haven't. So there's a lot of, like, you know, waiting for buses because... The bus will fill and, you know, you can't get in there. But um, the gondola, we've been seated with different parties the entire time, including some teenagers who weren't wearing masks, I might add. Uh, you're not social distancing in line. Nowhere. I feel oh. bad for the cast members because people are walking up to their face and asking them questions, not wearing masks now. They're mm. all wearing masks, of course. Okay, so the, so the the cast members and the employees are still wearing a mask. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're they're wearing masks indoors yeah. and outdoors. Not to um not to change the subject, but I was down the shore this weekend and New Jersey lifted its mask mandate while I was driving and I didn't know that. So Did you fling <laughs> so, it out the window? Well I did well I didn't know, so I went to the ice cream shop down the shore and none of the people in line of masks. I'm like, what happened? What did I miss? And right. uh, but the employees still did because I guess that's what the business wants or whatever. And um, and I just felt really personally, I felt very awkward yeah. going up to an employee with a mask on and me not. So I kept mine yeah. on. Yeah. Adam, you felt awkward because you were the only one at the party wearing a mask. No. <laughs> Well, well, not, well. <laughs> he showed up in a costume and everyone else was wearing regular clothes. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay. It, it probably is kind of weird. I mean, and, and you should, I feel like people should still be respectful of cast members and do try to still keep yeah. a little bit of a distance, especially if you're not wearing a mask. I mean, I, I will. I mean, I feel like I will. I, I don't, I wouldn't yeah. want to be disrespectful. It's and, amazing. How quickly you start to forget, though. Like, I went up to somebody just earlier, and I, I'm like, oh, let me put this on. Let me tell you, I know everybody wants fast passes back. And, and Tony, maybe this is what I was going to ask you earlier. But did you find it was crowded when you were here? Because to me, like, we literally walked on Toy Story Midway Mania. I will say that it was more, it was more crowded than a few of our other trips. But I think that as they've opened more attractions, there's more for people to do. So the waits seem to be like 25 or 30 minutes on almost everything. Yeah. Which which is tolerable. You know, yeah, my my concern is, and, and I'm sure this is, you know, stuff that all of us have thought of, is as the capacity begins to increase, um, 
you know, that's that many more people that are going to be getting in line. So, you know, we, we need these shows back. We need, you yes. know, the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor needs to be reopened. Oh, big time. Um, I love that. You know, Casey's, well, Casey's Corner. We oh. need restaurants open so that people can go in and sit places. Casey's Corner. Uh, I feel like there's no reason to not open them at this point. You right. know, if you're putting people, you know, um, four and three in a gondola, and it's two different parties, then open up the shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, see, we we were not seated with another party in the gondola. When when we were there, it was still one family per gondola. Um, you know, and and the buses were still, you know, they they've got these poor bus drivers trying to yeah. manage who's sitting where, and yep. uh, it, bus transportation became a little more difficult. Um, but, uh, by and large, you know, I felt incredibly safe, uh, you know, and I don't know if yeah. safe is the right word, but protected. I, I felt like the measures that were in place were being enforced that Disney cast members, uh, who are working during this time have, have gone above and beyond, uh, in terms of, of what they're doing for like guest services and guest interactions, because they do kind of have to be a little, a little hard assed. Uh, yeah. you know, with the mass compliance, but they're doing it in a very genteel and friendly, non-aggressive way. And I think most people are complying. Um, you know, I, I did oh, see. Oh, I haven't of, seen any drama. Yeah. I, I saw one or two guys who, who complained uh, in Disney Springs about putting the mask on. And the minute they put it on and the cast member turned away, they took it right off and you know, yeah. I just kind of wanted to become that teacher's pet and be like, ooh, ooh, you know, they took their mask off. You know, can, 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 can you punish them? But, you know, to, will, to each their own. I will say one thing. Disney Springs was the only place here in Orlando that I felt was an absolute mess. <laughs> like, there were so many people there. So many lines well, to get Memorial into stores. Day. Of course, it was right. And it was a Friday, Saturday night we went there. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be busy, but not that I'm going to let it stand in the way of getting to the ganachery, which is actually why I'm out here walking right now instead no, of well, relaxing on a bench. We we had on Saturday a five-hour virtual queue wait for Gideon's, which, wow. you know, I, I guess is kind of the, the standard for them on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, and then I went back on a Tuesday morning uh, because that was a non-park day for us. And uh it was like an hour and a half wait. So, um, you know, definitely more crowded in the evenings and on the weekends. If you are going to Disney Springs and you want to avoid the crowds, get there first thing in the day uh, if you can. Uh, I also learned that they kind of lock the gate that brings you over from Saratoga Springs to uh, Disney Springs. Uh, so you can't go that way uh, until Disney Springs actually opens. But luckily, Dave from Orange County let me through because I had come off of the street and I just looked like I was completely lost and, and he hooked me up. Chris, um, for rides, they're making you wear the mask while you're in the queue, I believe, even if it is outside. Yes. So, well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, even something like Sleepy Dog, once you get closer, you know, when it's winding around, they're not making people wear masks. But as soon as you get up to the front, they're going to make you put your mask on. So it sounds like it's when you are getting to the real queue as opposed to the extended queue. Yeah. Let, let's right, put it this exactly, way. If, exactly, if, yeah. if you get to the point where they would normally hand you the little red timing card, 
that is the official start of the line, and that's where they're usually asking you to put your masks on. And that is also the spot where they're asking you to no longer eat or drink while you were in line. Right. Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, you know, and I do think it's true that Disney will probably drop the mask mandate soonish. Mm. I I talked to a couple cast members actually over the week weekend. And they said, they both said the same things, we're tired of them as well. So they want to, and most of these, you know, people have been vaccinated. I know from talking to friends, they've, they, they got their vaccines as soon as they could. Everybody I know who works in a theme park got their vaccine very, very shortly after they could get it. So I think they feel safe. I think most people who've been vaccinated feel pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. unless you're talking about my older kid. Um, so who's still wearing a mask a lot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, um, I do think it's going to happen. I, you know, we just don't know when. And I, I think that I want, I don't want to say they've been lax, but they've certainly been understanding. Like you said, you know, when they have to remind someone there's no drama, they just are like, Hey, you got to put it on, you know? Right. And they will tell you, so there's not going to be any ambiguity where you're going to walk in someone somewhere, unless it's the bathroom, like you said. I can't tell you how many times I went in the bathroom and been like, oh, crap. And sometimes they do have people in there, you know. Well, um, there and, is no more perfect place to say that than in the restroom. I know, right? Well, and here, here's the other thing, too. Like, our, we're on the first floor at Art of Animation, which we never are, but for some reason we're on the first floor at this time. And we're the first room on the right. Don't come kill me. Um, and uh, I'll be gone by then. By the time this goes <laughs> up. But anyway, it's going to be an interesting thing. I think, like you said, Tony, everybody's doing the best job they can do. And I also think Universal's doing a good job, too. Don't get me wrong. I just think that everything over there happened really, really fast. And mm-hmm. it kind of showed this weekend. So... I'll let right. you know how it goes next weekend because I'm actually going over there next weekend briefly. <laughs> yeah. So I know, right? I'm coming right back down. Um, so. Well, this is the uh, you know unofficial start of summer, and yeah. if I am correct, most of the kids down south are out of school already. Yes, and right. I'm all about revenge travel, guys. In the next 14 months, I'm going to blow all my money. Just so you know, I'm probably going to have to borrow like lunch money from you guys. Yeah. I don't even care. I am going somewhere. That so. That's right, everyone. Hashtag revenge travel. And for all your revenge travel needs, contact Main Street and More Travel <laughs> and let Chris hook you up with a trip. And, and I would actually, you know, and I put this out on the private group we have. Thank you to all the people who have booked with us, especially recently. I know that like a few people, y'all can do it yourself. You know that. Although better in your corner when things get crazy than people who are kind of obsessed with you know but we we do thank everyone who's booked with us yeah um are they are they still doing free uh samples at Girardelli's and disney springs because you could load up on those if you need to that's a brilliant idea i don't think they are so i'm gonna get a sandwich board and walk up and down the orange blossom trail i don't know what it's gonna say <laughs> well we, we but, saw yeah. that they had plenty of sandwich boards that they were getting rid of so i know right <laughs> that's yeah that is true is there any yeah. like food uh things that are closed still that you're like really wanting to come back or your your kids said that they want to see come back well okay that's actually a really good question because as tony pointed out shows are still closed um 
Yes. We didn't walk up to any dining locations and feel like, eh, you know, darn, we can't get such and such. I mean, I would like Columbia Harbor House to open up again. You know, my kids don't care about that place, though. Oh, I don't so, either. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not my not thing. Yeah, it's not my thing. But I think the shows definitely need to open up. They need more yeah. places for people to go. Right. Besides standing in lines. And we need more quick service locations and restaurants to open back up. Because there's yeah. the food issue at Universal. I know, as you've said, it's pretty serious of an issue and at disney it can be a little tricky i feel like disney has mobile ordering it's perfect i mean you can't complain you push the button your food's ready it is actually i would never i know when adam was all like i love mobile ordering it's the best thing ever and i was always like shut up adam youngster but honestly mobile ordering he's right it is the best thing but not at universal at universal you put in your mobile order, and then you go wait in a very, very long line. And then you go to the front, and they're like, okay, what did you order? And so we did that yesterday, like I said, hour and a half. And at some point, they canceled our order. And so I went up, talked to the guy. It was it was just a mess. And I'm like, all I want is a hot dog. The kid's hungry. It's 2.30. You know, um, yeah, that's not good. I, would, I, would, I mean, I think Universal has all their restaurants open. That's the thing. It's just that I don't know why their mobile ordering isn't as efficient. So saying that you had to, they asked you what food you ordered. Every time I have gone up in a queue at Universal with mobile order, you get to the front and then they say, now you place your order. And I'm like, but you told me I have to mobile order back there. I, I don't understand what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, that's bad to, to wait that long yeah. for that. But Disney does seem to have right. it down. They do. They really do. Like I said, I think it's going to take a long time for all of us to get used to taking our mm-hmm. mask off when we go anywhere. I mean, unless you're living yeah. somewhere like Florida, which basically probably didn't have that as strict, you know. Well, and I live in Georgia. We don't, I mean, we've been basically, unless you go to Target or to Publix, People really aren't wearing masks oh, okay. anywhere in Georgia Okay, since May. Yeah. I will say they kind of like, you know, the school. Yeah, the schools don't even wear masks. Okay. So, yeah, well, ours do. I just saw a big twig that looked like a snake, and I almost oh. had to do that dance you do when you see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like a snake. You know, so. I, I have to say that I think the big winner out of this is the mobile order platform. Yeah, um, for sure. It, the, the downside of it is, you know, they want everybody to mobile order because they don't want people going in the restaurant and lining up in front of the kiosk. But what happens when you mobile order? You place your mobile order, you click the I'm here button, and then there's 70 people waiting outside the restaurant entrance. Yes. Just milling around all waiting for their orders. So I, I, I think they took that, uh, you know, the crowd just moved from the kiosks to outdoors. Yes. So I, I think that's yeah, the they, only downside. They need to uh, fix that. And um, Disneyland, not to get to Disneyland, but has had very big issues with mobile order Mm. where you have to book. You have to, like, reserve things hours, five, (gasps) six hours in advance. Oh, that's not good. Well, that's happened here, too, Adam. Like, that's happened at Hollywood Studios. Now, that's not going on now. But a couple months ago at Hollywood Studios, people were saying the same thing, that, you know, it was 11 o'clock and all the time slots for X restaurant were full. So, 
And and none of these restaurants are, were built with that in mind, and that's why you have yeah. um, 70 people waiting outside the entrance to try to, to waiting right. for the name to be called or a text or whatever. And well, that it, that just takes that will just take time for people to yeah to, uh, to, to figure it out and for the these companies to adjust the way that they do things. Do you think that they're ever going to go back to mobile ordering as optional? I think they will. Okay. I, a lot of people don't like it. They already have to allow less tech-savvy people or people who maybe mm-hmm. don't have phones. You know, they, they have to allow people to to do it already. I think they'll make it optional. I think it works well enough, at least here, that I, I would prefer to it stay that way. But, I mean, like, when I would go to Universal before, I would always eat lunch at the Leaky Cauldron. Best food on property. I love it. And, um, you know, now it's, I mean, you used to be able to get in line. It would maybe take 20 minutes. Now it's just crazy. So they need to figure that out. The other down part to that is uh, we were on Disney Springs and I went to Deluxe Burger. And I I generally like my burgers done super well. And they don't even, you know, first off, they don't have an option for how you want your burger. Yes. Uh, Second off, there's no section for notes. So I actually waited until I got to the restaurant. Normally, I'll as I'm walking somewhere, I'll say I'm here because I know it's going to take them 15 or 20 minutes to get the order ready. Um, but I waited until I got to GX <laughs> Burger. Oh, my God! Sorry. 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 He's little. He's like 10 inches long. Oh, I almost have tried on him. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. And there's that snake. Okay, I'm going to take a picture because you are disgusting. Look at you. Oh, my God. Make sure he's not following me. He's going into the grass. That's he's disgusting. going into the grass. I don't even know why. He's going to I find something snake. to eat. Poor snake. snake. He's well, a baby, actually. Well, I mean, he might be, you know, just going to find his mom. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you should bring him to the animal kingdom. He needs to go to the animal kingdom. It's not just snakes. We stayed at uh, Saratoga Springs last week, and uh-huh. we, we were in a first floor room, and Cheryl and Isabel were outside enjoying a beverage, and there were these two little squirrels chasing each other in the flora and the fauna outside our room, <laughs> and then suddenly they both ran across Cheryl's feet. Aww. Because they're very not afraid of people, and I heard a shriek, and uh, yeah, the the squirrels had uh, had accosted Those her. Those squirrels are so cute, though. I mean, come on, that poor little snake. He's just He's trying to tiny, get from point A to point B. Well, he picked the wrong person to do that. <laughs> you, and you and you people want me to move to Florida? I mean, why would I? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it Adam, like it's a wild west know, down there. Oh no, you're you can do this. And, Anyway, okay. So Tony right. was talking about his hamburger, and he wanted it <laughs> to be well done, but there was no place to put the note in. Now take it away, Tony. That's right, and I hope that whole snake segment stays in the show. I will keep but, some of it up. Um, but uh, what I ended up having to do was was you know ordering right at the entrance to the restaurant, and then telling the guy who was managing the um, the pickups that I had a special request and he had to take my order number. So it got a little kludgy because then he had to leave his post and it was unmanned. But end end result was that I did get my burger done well. It just, you know, there, there's still some hiccups in the mobile order process, but by and large, I love it. 
Um, I would prefer to mobile order as opposed to going inside and waiting in a in a queue for a kiosk. So I, I do hope that that uh, remains after the uh, pandemic protocols and restrictions have ended. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to share something that happened to me today. Oh, today is Memorial Day, and it's, we remember all the soldiers and sailors and airmen who died serving their country. And my husband and I and our youngest son were actually sitting um, in Rosie's in Hollywood Studios having some late dinner. The park had already closed, and someone came up and gave us a balloon and a gift card. And it said, and the lady said, I, I want you to enjoy this. This is because of a fallen soldier, and I'd like you to buy yourself something. And you know, it just told us a little bit about what the person who had given them the balloon and, you know, and then gave it to us. Well, we ended up giving the balloon to a little girl who was very excited to get it. But on the gift card, it had the soldier's name. Actually, he's a uh, a sailor. He was in the Navy. I looked him up and his name was Jason Recker. And he was only 47 years old. He passed away last November. And he had a big family had four little girls and a wife. So I just want to dedicate the show to Jason and his family. I, of course, I'm a stalker. I looked on Facebook. Um, when I saw his name was Jason, I realized that this guy was really young. Mm. And I thought, well, I got to look him up on Facebook because I wanted to know the story. You know, again, he was he was pretty young. So they're huge Disney and Universal fans. Nice. Their Facebook page is any indicator. And I swear I'm not a weirdo stalker, but, you know, sometimes those things happen. <laughs> There are a lot of people like Jason's family out there and they're hurting. And so it just, it really touched me that they were going and trying to, you know, make people's day. And that's a way to remember him. Thank you for your service, Jason. And I hope your family doing okay. That's beautiful. Thank you. No, I mean, you know me, I'm not like, you know, touchy feely, but I just. I know, but it really is. I literally, when I saw his name on the gift card, I started to get really emotional because. Like I said, it wasn't some guy who, you know, it was grandpa who died in World War II. It was a young guy, and he has young kids, and um, and he's like us. He likes Disney, mm-hmm. so, you know. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Luckily, that was the touchy-feely Chris. We get that about 12 hours a year, and uh, we're done now. <laughs> 12 hours? That was like 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe about 30 minutes. minutes. No, that, that's yeah. excellent sentiments, and... Uh, uh, in the 200 and what, almost uh, 50 years that this country has been around, we have lost 1.7 million servicemen uh, and women. So uh, that is a debt that we cannot repay, but we are thankful nonetheless. So this is a good point to wrap things up while Chris is gondola gazing. And I would like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Check out their website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris's team plan your family's next magical vacation. You can find us on most social medias. Uh, just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, Adam, and our special guest, Snake, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Yeah, good night. Not invited back. (laughs) Snake. Yeah, no, go in Chris's room.